everyone. Thanks for listening to the Refined Taste Podcast. This next episode, we're joined by Brittany of Rohrbach Brewing Company, with locations on Railroad Street at the Public Market and on Buffalo Road. You can find their beer basically anywhere beer is sold in Rochester. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Refined Taste with Dario and Chris. I'm Dario. I'm Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you, buddy? Just great. Yeah. Um, welcome to the, it's the first episode of summer. Uh, <laughs> very exciting. Is this your favorite season, Chris? Um, sometimes yes, uh, sometimes no. Uh, when it's like 95 degrees, definitely not. Uh, yeah. But when it's like a nice breezy 80, then yes, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I know what one thing that will cool you down on a hot day is a nice frosty beer. Uh, and that leads us into our guest uh, today. We're <laughs> welcoming Brittany from Rohrbach Brewing Company. How are you, Brittany? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on today. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome. We'll clap. Right, yeah, we got it. Oh, it's exciting to have you here. Uh, we visited Mm -hmm. uh, the railroad street um location about uh maybe two weeks ago, about a week ago. Um, it's awesome. You gave us a tour, um, really cool place. I love that building, honestly. Um, beautiful. That's one thing, uh, Chris and I, we we always like to know like the history of the buildings uh that Mm -hmm. and there's a lot that uh that have you know long histories of like things that used to be there and things like that so it's cool um so uh yeah that's that's one of my favorite places in uh, the public market yeah also possibly full of ghosts so we learned (laughs) that on the tour you did get that kind of bury the lead there man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on that later right uh, <laughs> Brittany uh, can you tell the people uh, what what you do at uh, Roarbach Brewing Company yeah so I am the marketing director and graphic designer at Roarbach so I handle all of our branding marketing um, events I do all of our package design and I take care of Flower City Brewers Fest every summer which is a lot of fun and yeah, I do a little bit of everything there. I've been there for almost seven years on and off. I started there as a, just a social media intern uh, working the tasting bar back when Railroad Street just had a tasting room because I think legally out of the brewery, you could only do tastings at the time. And things have obviously changed a lot since then. And mm-hmm. left for a little while, came back, did more graphic design work, did some sales work, and now I am where I'm at now. It's a lot of yeah. fun. That's what I, I posted before, your uh, marketing extraordinaire and many titles. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. Basically summed it up. That's everyone. Small business, right? You get right. to wear a lot of hats, which... Right, exactly. Wear mm-hmm. of many hats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. So talking about the design of... You do the cans and all the mm-hmm. packaging. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. what are we drinking today, Chris? Um, so I'm drinking... I, yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, we both got kitty beers. You I got do. the Sabro kitty. You've got the branding cohesive vibe going on. That's right. Not even planned. I love it. Nice. <laughs> you got the new one, Chris. That's that's one of the newer ones. Yes. So this is, I'm going to see if I can remember what you said. This is the Sabro kitty. That's the take on the space kitty. The difference is you put uh, dust from Mars in this to make it taste out of this world. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, we actually sent brewers uh, there. Yeah, to and Mars. Elon Musk, all of them, came right back. <laughs> <laughs> Is it safe to drink that dust? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm starting to get superpowers, so yeah. Mars yeah. dust, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we always come up with the title about five minutes into the... <laughs> <laughs> it's like drinking Mars dust. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, I don't uh, think dusty beers is going to do well as for my... No, no, dusty beers. Is not. <laughs> but don't worry, it's from Mars. It's elite. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, so that's a newer... Um, it, it's brewed with the, the Sabro hops. Right, yeah. And so... Twist. Yes, and it was uh, no moon dust or uh, Mars <laughs> dust. <laughs> and uh, it, it... So it was a take on the expedition to Mars... Mm-hmm. right you want to tell <laughs> we can work through this or you can just tell can, yeah we i'm just gonna rotate the can for the people who are actually watching this <laughs> yeah because this scene is great on here tell yeah. the people Brittany. <laughs> yeah so the several kitty is part of our hot drop series so that is our fresh release series so they're packaged and brewed within 24 hours um sent to stores right away so those are always like hop centric brews because those are the type of beers that are best when they're really fresh um, because Mm -hmm. that hot flavor and that aroma um, it always has a shelf life so drinking that kind of style of beer is always really great fresh so this time we decided to do a spinoff of space kitty just because it is one of our more popular beers and people still really enjoy it so it's just fun to kind of just put little twists on it now and then so this one has Mm -hmm. Sabro hops instead of the typical hops and the citra hops and space kitty. And they actually, they're also very citrusy, but Sabro hop has a little bit of like a coconut flavor, a little bit of a almost like pina colada type undertones to the hops. So Mm. it's a good fitting summer, summer style brew. And then the branding and the Mars connection did come from the fact that we're doing a spinoff of Space Kitty. And at the time, it was myself and some of the brewers in the sales team. And we always kind of just sit around and brainstorm, you know, how we're going to brand all these different beers. And it was around the time that they were doing the Perseverance Mars landing. So we were like, that's perfect, fun kind of tie-in to what's Mm -hmm. going on right now in this beer. So... So that's the true story, which is much less exciting than yes. Mars dust. In the I'm, I'm going to stick with yeah. Mars dust if anybody we'll, asks. We'll start that rumor. Yeah. I can taste like the pina colada and like kind of, I don't know, essence that is given. Yeah. It is a very good beer. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking about that. I didn't yeah. get superpowers. But it's got a great aroma with it too. Mm-hmm. Good nose. A nose, if you will. Ah. 
Okay. You're getting better at this. this before. <laughs> I know. Yes, definitely. Um, I don't know. Have they ever sent cats into space? I don't. Is that a- <laughs> I think so. They sent <laughs> dogs into space. They so I definitely like- sent dogs. Yeah. The Although dogs, dogs, dogs listen to you. Cats won't listen to anybody. So yeah. I don't know. They'd be like, "Kitty, get in, get in the capsule." <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like no i'm not going no. <laughs> i can't imagine them enjoying it no no, no they not don't enjoy all. much but no. <laughs> i can't imagine uh zero gravity kitties but uh <laughs> uh yeah where would they That's... poop because they got there's no litter box in space it's just like a, a ball of sand just floating yeah there are no litter boxes in space. That's right. <laughs> that was the original alien tagline. <laughs> right. No one can hear you. <laughs> and also no litter boxes. No litter boxes in space. <laughs> uh, um, so we we took a tour of the brewery. Uh, it's really cool. That, um, the, the head brewer, is it the head brewer? Jim? Yeah. Was there. And uh, no days off for Jim. Uh, Saturday. Wow. Um, he was brewing. It was really cool. So we got to see some action in there. Yeah, that was um, super cool. Yeah. Yeah, and you actually us- got a very you got a special day. Jim, so Jim's like the head of our brewery, head of our operations. And so he's not always brewing. So you got to really see him in his element that day, which is not always the case. Cool. Well, it was pretty awesome. And he was nice enough to like, you know uh talked to us for a little bit we got some cool pictures with him yeah. he showed us a bunch of stuff like oh I'll, i'm obsessed with like machinery and workings of things so that was just like a dream come true to see uh to see the beer made yeah brewing yeah. systems have gotten crazy i don't yeah. know the full inner workings i can't nerd out as much as some people can but the fact that, I mean, it's becoming more and more automated and there's just all kinds of customization you can do on these systems. We, we actually got that system that you saw just a few years ago. It's like an upgrade. We worked with ProBrew, which is mm. a U.S. company, and they really came in and spent a ton of time at our brewery and a ton of time learning about like the kind of beers we make, how they work, and really like customizing the system for us. And it's crazy now with the way that just engineering and machines work now, like you can automate it without a brewer if you really wanted to, but our system, you know, automates some stuff to offset the work for them. But for us, it was really important that you still have that human element to it because that's pretty irreplaceable. So it's kind of a, a unique mix. Our machine is really or our brew system is very balanced in that way. So no, no robot beer. No Perhaps. robot beer. <laughs> oh, I, I, brewing. I hate to do a, I hate to do a callback, but there was actually a cat that went to space, and oh. <laughs> her name us. was her name was Felicette. She was a French cat, and she parachuted down and was alive and well when she landed. Oh this my god! Back she in nineteen sixty-three. Wow. Yeah, they had like a little. They had that like a little terrible. cat capsule. Yeah, it sounds horrible. She experienced weightlessness. She freaked out, and then like they sent her back down. So, yeah, cats. Why? Why did? Why did they do that? 
I don't know. The French are strange. <laughs> it Let's sounds like happens. a great name for our next beer, but I don't know if I want to celebrate that. Cats in space. Yeah. Cats in space. There you go. <laughs> I used to watch uh, Pigs in Space. Remember oh, that? my God. That was Pigs so good. in space. space. <laughs> you remember that one, Brittany? Did you I have know. a good childhood? No? Oh, I guess I didn't. <laughs> that's no, rough. No, actually... We're we're old, so it's possible she didn't see this. Well, I mean, this was the Muppets in yeah. the eighties. Yeah, might have missed me just a little bit. Well, Google <laughs> pigs in space, and you'll love it. Believe okay. me. Yeah, I'll check that out later, along yes. with the French cat. Yes. Yeah, there you go. You got some homework. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Uh, <laughs> we need to get back to talking about Rora. I'm just, I'm like totally derailing this thing with cats and stuff. <laughs> That's okay. We're this is fun. how our our brainstorming meetings at work typically go. So it's not. Oh, perfect. Off. I feel right perfect. at home. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah. So we got to see the inner workings. We hung out with Jim. Who's uh, the other kid hanging out there? That, that was, was Ricky. The, not hanging out, but he's working. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, he just kind of chills <laughs> around back. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to Ricky. Um, I told him I love his hair, uh, and I still do. And uh, yes. he's he's great. Shout out to him, too. I see him in a lot of the pictures on your uh, social media. Yeah. yeah, Ricky's great. He has yes. a, a nickname at work, Pretty Ricky, that he's probably uh-huh. not going to like that I'm sharing. <laughs> I mean, if your name is Ricky, your nickname is going to be pretty Ricky. So, right, it's pretty. Wow. Uh, you can't. Pretty and, easy. Like, look at that fro. Like, of yep. course. Yep. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, own it, baby, own it. Uh, <laughs> be pretty. Yeah. So, we walked around. Uh, we went upstairs. Uh, we checked out um, the haunting. <laughs> the haunted uh, area yes you guys yeah. got my version of the tour which includes the stories about hauntings that's right <laughs> it's going to very that's, quickly turn into a paranormal want. podcast we like that <laughs> yeah but yeah. it it is a building with a ton of history it's really cool it's built in i think it's 1904 five six somewhere around there and it mm-hmm. started out as like a custom molding and door and framework factory. So they'd bring the, the lumber on the railroad right behind it and do their work. So, I mean, it was a 1900s factory. And actually, I think it was Jason from Black Button Distilling, who's also in our building, that spent some time doing some research a few years ago. And he got us tons of newspaper clippings from like the, the archives of the Rochester library of people like having their fingers cut off in the factory and all these kinds uh. of injuries that used to happen in that kind of <laughs> oh, nice. like, not great working conditions factories. Wow. Um, but yeah. And then there was actually the owner. So it was called Bantley and brothers, this company, it's the original um, woodworking company. And he ended up, shooting himself in the head in the building so oh <laughs> that is who we think well <laughs> likes to come and visit and check out the building every once in a while uh yeah oh that's uh yeah that's dark, pretty dark spooky turn to the story i apologize 
it's okay. I mean, but it is a very I mean, interesting history. It, so. no. Yeah. Most stories end with death. It just, you know, yeah, different this, ways. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. kind of way the life the way life goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah um, I, mean, I mean the good thing is like years. ghosts probably don't want to kill you, so they probably just want to like, you know, freak I mean, out a little bit. Yeah. At this point it probably would have happened by now, so I think we're in the clear. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you told us about one story that involved uh, a bachelor party. Oh, yes. So that's sharing a story from many years ago. I can't take credit for the story, but it is a great one. But we've always had this rumor that's been passed down through Roarbox of the building being haunted and people having experiences and little things like that. And so if you work at Roarbox, you know that this exists. And one night we had a private event downstairs in the beer hall and it was a bachelor party and at the end of the night the girls were cleaning up and one of the servers came upstairs into like our storage stock area which you guys saw uh, it's huge it it spans the entire length of the building if anyone's familiar with it it's I mean I don't even know how many feet long but it goes down and we store all of our cans up there it's huge so she's up there stocking stuff and all of a sudden she sees this dark figure all the way on the other side of the building rise up and start stumbling towards her like a shadow and it ended up just being one of the drunk guys from the bachelor party that wandered up and took a nap upstairs and (laughs) didn't end up making it home this was after they had closed so they didn't think anyone else was in the building they thought for sure it was Mr. Bantlian but yes it was just a drunk (laughs) bachelor party guy Oh, not a real ghost. He could have been possessed by Mr. Bandley. He could have been. You never know. That makes a better story. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to add that in. Hungover. Edit this. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's definitely a good story. Um, You had mentioned uh, the Flower City Brewers Fest, and uh, you said you're kind of the yearly organizer for that? I have been for the past few years. So they've been doing Brewers Fest for 26, 27, 28 years now. It's been some oh. time. So last year was the first year in a long time that we didn't have it. So that was that was hard. That was sad. You know, such a tradition that you look forward to every year. And But it was the right decision to make, of course, to not do it. Um, so we're really excited to bring it back this year. It's on a much smaller scale this year, just because, you know, a festival like that takes a lot of months of planning. So when you don't know, things have been changing so rapidly and unexpectedly with everything going on that it's just really hard to, to know in advance. So we kind of, you know, sat down in around April, May and said, okay, like, what can we do now that we know? can work and be okay now knowing that things were probably going to open up a little more then, but it's just, it just gets tough. So, so we're doing a Brewers Fest tour where there's going to be different stations and there's going to be three breweries at each station um, paired purposefully with the food. So they're going to be organized by beer style. So there'll be like a, a funky and sour station and there's going to be a dark and multi station and there's going to be a mm. hop head station and each one be, will uh... go with a really good food that pairs well with that style. So I think it'll be a really fun experience, even though it's not going to be 
what people are used to and expect out of Brewers Fest. It's going to be a little more intimate and a little more like meaningful and memorable, even though it's a smaller scale event. So great. It sounds sounds great. Yeah. 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 It sounds like uh, Epcot, you know, like visiting the different countries. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, Uh, It can be like, it's a small world, but like, you know, it's a small brewery after all. (laughs) I just need to get uh, some brewers to like go around and sing that song. Yeah, no, like train. it'll get in your head forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that song's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. at the, Don't uh, sue us, Disney. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking at the, um, you were mentioned like the funky sour. You should have like a guy playing bass over there. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I like that. Like Maybe like a, yeah. some slow classes. jazz for like the dark and multi one. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I like yeah. this. I like the music theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, now you're really creating that whole Epcot feel for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds great. When is that? That is August 20th, Friday, August 20th. Okay. So tickets great. aren't on sale yet, but it's they 20th. should be in like the next week or so actually we're getting working on getting that together so all right perfect yeah it'll be fun i mean keep your eye out for that yeah brewers fest itself is i mean it the how we've done in the past is such a fun event to go to i mean it's one of i think rochester's most memorable festivals but you know you it's a bit of a drink fest if i'm being honest like you don't really have time to actually like sit down and like enjoy food with your beer or really like get to talk to any of the brewers because if you've been, I mean, it's just nuts. There's 20 people in line at every brewery yeah. You're, you know, you're moving fast, you're getting through your samples and that's really fun too. Don't get me wrong, but I think this year it will be something kind mm-hmm. of unique. So it's kind of a silver lining, I think. Yeah. Nice. It's yeah. Like you said, it's, it's going to be more intimate um yeah and you'll get that chance to mm-hmm. kind of savor it a little more yeah nice for sure definitely yeah yeah there's always we're like bro we gotta make our ticket worth it you know so you keep getting mm-hmm. in line <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're like how is the beer like, who cares yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and i think yeah i mean we typically have about i think it's about four thousand in the market there so yeah i mean a lot of those people are really into craft beer and love their beer and you know know everything about it maybe work in the industry but mm-hmm. that's not everyone in those four thousand people so you know a lot yeah. of them are there just to just to get their drink on which is okay too yeah definitely no we support that um <laughs> i um we we ate while we were at the brewery yeah had some pizzas chris what did you have is he frozen over there? <laughs> he might be frozen. I don't know. It's just me and you now, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> Headed to Mars. He's, he's moving. Yeah, I know. He's in space. Chris in space right now. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm back. I'm back. Well, well, oh, you're back. All right. Did I don't you know what I happened. asked you. Uh, I no, I didn't. Okay. I really, I need a... <laughs> I just, okay. I'm not going to we'll, talk trash about my internet, but uh, 
a certain company I am not happy with. No, it's okay. Um, we were talking about eating at the brewery. Do you? Oh my God. Yes. The pizza you had there. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, it was, it was the pear pizza. That's all I remember. The Bartlett. Yeah. yeah. The Bartlett. Yes. Yes. So you had everything, but like the, the prosciutto on there, right? Exactly. Exactly. So it was like technically vegetarian. It was pretty, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like salads on my pizza. It's kind of a thing, but <laughs> did you even try it? <sighs> no, know. he didn't. I don't, I'm, I don't like you. balsamic first of all. So that's kind of, okay. Well, sticking yeah. point for me, but that um, was bad. That, that was definitely a thing on there. Yeah. Balsamic I support anybody that likes it, but you know, that's not my thing. Um, <laughs> but well, I, I appreciate I you respecting my beliefs. My yes. gastronomic beliefs. I respect <laughs> your salad on pizza beliefs. Uh, <laughs> um, I had the opposite, which, which we generally do, is that we mm-hmm. always get the opposite thing whenever we go out. Um, and I had the the Big Papa, which was like all the meats, yep. uh, yes. basically. Yes. Some spice to it. Some mm-hmm. spice. So it's like basically me on a pizza. That's a- <laughs> um so you know a lot of meat (laughs) it's not it's not okay but you know it's the spice too (laughs) i just mean mean, it's a once a week thing (laughs) it's a once a week thing (laughs) yes (laughs) don't take that the wrong way audience please this is pg (laughs) Uh, (laughs) is it hot now guys okay um Oh no, man, the food's great. We love the food. Yes. Um, so you have yeah. a big wood-fired oven. We do. So in a way that limits us because we don't have fryers, we don't have, you know, your typical ovens, stovetops, anything like that. It really does all come out of that wood-fired oven, but it's a lot of fun. They get really creative with it. The kitchen staff does an incredible job. They're great. Mm-hmm. Our executive chef Avery does a really great job. She's wonderful. And yeah, we source from the public market. And I think the food is something like we value and prioritize just as much as the beer. And it's something that kind of sets us apart, gives a little bit of a different brewery experience than some that might not have as full of a kitchen. So people really like, we tend to find that people like when they do brewery tours around Rochester and go to all the different spots, they tend to finish at Robux because that's where they can get their yes. food in their stomach yeah, yeah. so smart yeah, yeah. We, we like that that's good planning for sure yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we like to have so you, fun with like pairing the the food and the pizzas and get creative with that we have a release um wednesday night this week of fuzzy yes. is returning so that's the peach double new england ipa that came out last summer Ooh. and the batch last year ended up just having a really small yield actually. And it just sold even quicker than anticipated. So we really wanted to bring it back for everybody to get another chance to have it. So that comes out this Wednesday and we're doing like a, a peach. It does have balsamic. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> but a, a peach pizza. I'm there. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be there. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for apologizing. <laughs> no, no, it's um fuzzy. Fuzzy's back. Sounds yeah. like uh 
Do you have like a mascot that dresses up? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, so it's peaches. We've always talked about that for yeah. Space Kitty doing like a, uh, a mascot of like a, a, you know, the Space Kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. The cat with like, Look, like I'll, terrified I'll children. My hours. But, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to accommodate. <laughs> Yes, that's the whole point. Terrified children dressed yeah. as a cat. <laughs> Will you dress up? I'm almost anyway. going into my bad ideas section. Sure. Yes, <laughs> children should not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now there's kids at the brew. There's they can children eat. Children shouldn't but, be drinking yeah. beer anyway. So yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Except in Germany, I think they do. But um. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tiered system. There is very interesting. So yeah. it's even kind of smart. Like you can't have like more than like a certain percent like at a certain age oh really once you get up to 20 it's like free for all yeah 16 year olds they have like this weird like beer soda thing which i kind of equate with like zima or something but it's even less it's even (laughs) less percentage of alcohol than zima and then like when you're like 16 to 18 you can have wine and stuff out and then like once you're 20 you just just drink whatever yeah yes boots I hope they still have that system. I'm hoping I'm not lying about Germany. It's been a while <laughs> since I was there, but why I mean, would they change? Sense. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, they're all about beer. Uh, speaking in Germany, Rohrbach was named after a town in Germany. Yeah. So yeah. the owner, founder, John Erlob, uh, he worked for Kodak, actually, and traveled and was working abroad in this town of Rohrbach, Germany. And it was then that he kind of really decided to kind of pursue his own dream of opening up a brewery. So he named the brewery in honor of that, that town that he was in and where he got to try all those beers. And yeah, that's definitely still, we're inspired by that a lot still today in the styles of beer that we brew and, you know, that German tradition of, of brewing and we have our Rattler out right now, which kind of sounded like what you were mentioning earlier with like what the kids drink. Cause that's actually mm-hmm. traditionally a German drink of like sparkling lemonade and light beer that's mixed together. So we kind of brewed our own spinoff of that that's out now. And that's the passion fruit orange guava one. We did a lemon yeah. one last year, which is the, mm-hmm. the OG traditional flavor. And yeah, so we, we definitely try to keep that, German history going on. Our Oktoberfest we brew every year. That's a robot yes. classic for sure. Yes. Yeah, we saw that in the works. That's yeah. right. They were brewing it like now, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I mean, part cool. of why we do that, not to get too into the nitty gritty, but with with sales and like having to distribute your beer and get on tap places, the big guys started doing it earlier and earlier and earlier to get those taps. So, you know, Mm. your AB InBev and your Sam Adams and your bigger brands. So then all of the smaller guys had to start kind of releasing it earlier and earlier because then by the time you go to get your tap line, the big guys have already got their three Oktoberfest lines taken at every bar. So that's kind of why that gets released Mm. earlier now. Oh, that's I feel like that's the same with anything. That's how everything works. That's why there's Christmas decorations out in like July too, I guess. People don't seem to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
the evils of big craft beer uh, yes. yeah the evil hand of big, yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> big um, hop that's right big hop uh but i think uh to me i mean i grew up in rochester so uh beer you know local beer has always been synonymous with Rohrbach brewing company um i always feel like it's you know there's a lot of local connections to it one of those is being like uh the red wings beer that you have mm. can you tell yeah. us about that yeah so our Red Wing Red Ale we've been brewing as long as they've been a brewery pretty much. And oh. that was actually one of Roblox's very first accounts that really got us on the map in Rochester. Because at the time, I mean, it was so different than, than how it is now. They Roblox really was the first true craft brewery in Rochester. And there just wasn't that huge interest in it that there is now there wasn't a lot of awareness or education around it that you see now and it was really hard to get in places like to actually get on tap so they had their first location was in the german house um actually like the the first floor there that used to be buddha pub i don't think right. there's anything yeah now. It's been a bunch of yeah, yeah we this was great yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, so Roblox, that was their first spot. They had their microbrewery in there. And Frontier Field was one of the first accounts that would actually put their beer on tap. And it was oh. a great, like, I mean, huge exposure at a place like that compared to just a small bar. Um, yeah. So it really gave Roblox some credibility in Rochester and really helped the brand and awareness for the beer. And things kind of grew from there. So, so that's yeah. a very important beer for us. Pretty. No. Definitely. I mean, in the company's history, I've been going to Red Wing games all my life, basically. Um, and I, you know, I just remember, you know, you, they even have like the individual Rohrbach beer mm -hmm. stands, you know, yeah. and they have like, you know, the handles and everything. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, and you know what you're getting, too. So some of the beers you get, you know, you don't know. But like with Rohrbach, it's always, you know, that same beer that you really like. So, yeah. Yeah, I think people really it has like the same kind of feeling of nostalgia that going right. to a game has and yeah, you know, the whole Zweigels and a beer and a baseball game is so Rochester and yeah, I love that Roblox is definitely just naturally a fit for that. So and it's been great this year to just see it back again because last year obviously we didn't have have that going on so to see people like games again and even on social media to see them with their pictures of their beer and it's great i have not yeah. been to a game yet but i definitely plan to go soon all right let's go to a game i've been talking about it um chris let's go you're coming with us Brittany. yeah we can do field field trip, <laughs> Tell field me trip to frontier field. yeah definitely <laughs> got you no, that'd be a good time do you, do you get free beer anywhere you go i mean i probably should but <laughs> 
No. Look, if right. you're not no, abusing you gotta support. your power, you, you got to pay know. and support it, right? Yeah, yeah. Get yeah, those I, sales think, I think that's up. actually. You're right. That's actually <laughs> I mean, why we built this podcast in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, for every three beers I drink, I'm at one for free. <laughs> I feel that's like that's right. a good balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah that should be like company free. policy. That's right. Yeah. We like three and we're like, okay, one for free. Yeah. Thank you. Get a little, uh, get a punch card. Not encouraging binge drinking at all. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. Hey, we didn't say not. three in one sitting. Right. Yeah. Sure. Baseball games are long. So uh, yeah. <laughs> they could be very long. Um, <laughs> so I'd be remiss if we didn't spend some time talking about Scotch Ale. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. We which is... That's your flagship then? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That is our biggest one. Although Space Kitty has slowly crept up there and it's yeah. pretty, pretty close too. But no, Scotch Ale is huge for us. It's been, yeah, one of the first main successful beers of Rohrbox and been brewing it this whole time. And it's really kind of made a mark in Rochester and I remember even a few years ago, Will Cleveland did, I think for the 25th anniversary, he did an article just on like Scotch Ales in Rochester because now everybody kind of does their own version of the beer, all the Rochester breweries, which is great. It's really cool to see because it's such a unique style. I don't think you can go into any other city and like order a Scotch Ale and really have people know what you're talking about. I've had a few other Scotch Ales and they're not and they're not any good. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same I'm not. I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm mean, just like yeah. this doesn't taste yes. like the regular. You know the, yeah. the originator. Yeah. You know. Yes. It's kind of like when you go like when you get cereal when you're a kid and you wanted like Fruit Loops <laughs> and then your but your mom got the store brand like <laughs> plant rings or whatever. <laughs> like no, this is not. Yeah. No. Yeah, Scotch so Ales to Fruit Loops. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of great value Scotch Ales out there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. We need, give me the OG or nothing else. Um, no, it. but yeah, Scotch Ale was one of my, like, as far as like going back to like craft beer and me drinking craft beer and my history with it, yeah, that was definitely one of the first ones that I ever yeah. drank that wasn't just like, you know, a Bud Light Lime or something. <laughs> right. I feel like that, so many yeah. people in Rochester have a story like that. Almost yeah. every mm-hmm. time I talk to somebody about Scotch Ale, somebody says, I remember my first one and yeah. that kind of, and the other thing that I think is kind of interesting to see over time is I feel like a lot of those first Scotch Ale stories tend to go in the direction of like people not realizing how strong the beer yes. was. <laughs> and you know like uh, having yes. a few and having it really hit you kind of thing and i you know back then compared to like a bud light like you're saying it is a strong beer but even just in the short time till now it's a it's 6.8 percent abv that's right. pretty right. standard for craft beer now like yeah. some people would be like oh like scoff at that like oh, that's nothing i mean ipas yeah. and all of that like like people's tastes and expectations of craft beer evolve so rapidly that now right. it's just it's pretty normal but people still yeah. kind of have that connotation in their head of like it's a session it's a now. strong beer but right really not by today's standards i guess yeah i think it, it, it does have something to do with the uh, flavor 
too. Like it's a yeah. bold flavor. And yeah, like I yeah. Scotch Ale, when I first moved here, Scotch Ale was the first Rohrbach beer that I had. And I, you know, I had a few. And then I was like, oh, um, I shouldn't be even walking right now, let alone driving. Because it goes down, it's like a bold flavor. Yeah. You didn't drive. You didn't drive. Though. No, I fortunately I moved like my first apartment was just like in walking distance to like all the bars. <laughs> so I was like right around that uh Easton Alexander area. And I was like on like Park Ave or University. So mm-hmm. it didn't take it wasn't much to like walk home, yeah. but you know, I was wobbly. <laughs> Yeah, it was very it's very wild. smooth, very sweet. So it does, I think, maybe sneak up on you a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, it's a great beer. It's a classic yeah. for sure. It's helped us to having a more unique flagship as we've kind of gone outside Rochester. So we distribute throughout the rest of the state now and even going into like Albany, Syracuse or some of those downstate areas and competing with other breweries for shelf space and, you know, Mm -hmm. doing samplings and all of that stuff that goes into it. You know, IPAs are so popular right now and it's so saturated to have a beer like Scotch Ale that people really enjoy and that not a lot of other breweries outside of Rochester are doing is been, it's been good for us. It helps. Yeah. No, it's, it's great to see, uh, you know, a beer that's been around, for so long have some staying power yeah too, you know yeah it's, uh, it's hard to do everybody likes you know to try new things in craft beer right which is exactly. great but flavor of the week type of thing yeah yeah so it's, it's hard to get them to stick but, but you have been Scotch doing Ale some has. different things with scotch ale recently yeah that's what i'm drinking now so this is our first of our new series the parting glass series which is the barrel aging program that we just started out in Buffalo road. So Joel will yeah. the brewer is leading that out there in that new system, which is really exciting. And this is an Imperial scotch ale aged in iron smoke bourbon whiskey barrels. So Ooh, yeah, wow. it's great. Yeah. I'm mad it at you because you didn't life. have any, where, where is it? You said yeah. you didn't have any, I didn't have it when you guys came last week. So the release was just this past week. on wednesday night so we gotta go back we gotta there's some there is some left you gotta come back all right well yeah wednesday you're having fuzzies back and you and you'll have some bottles still yeah you'll have to pay a visit all right i'm gonna get that fuzzy i want that fuzzy peach pizza yeah (laughs) uh that's awesome though so you're you're barrel aging um that's a new program that you mm-hmm. just started over at the Buffalo Road location. Um, what else? What else? What do you have planned for the future for that? So we plan to do four releases a year for that, and mm-hmm. it's it's a small system out there. We have a seven barrel system and a pretty small operation as far as where we're storing the barrels and all of that. So we plan to get different barrels each time. Joel's going to do, you know, some really creative stuff with those four releases per year. And the next one should come out in about August, September. And he's planning to do a Belgian triple inched in wine barrels next time. So that one's very creative. I'm very excited to try that one. 
And that I'm sounds very excited awesome. to do the package design for that one too. This series has been fun. It's kind of yeah. like different for our brand and we kind of wanted it to be a little bit of a surprise. It's kind of a little bit more of like a premium line for us. So I was able to do like some really nice packaging and something a little bit more like modern and unexpected for, for the Rohrbach brand for the packaging. So yeah, yeah. I've been having fun with the series. <laughs> See, you're excited about it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So it's going to have kind of a, you think the design's going to have kind of a theme to it then or yes it's they're very consistent let me see if i've got the one here so this is what they're the 500 milliliter bottles that they'll be packaged Ooh. in and this mm. is the label so that's gorgeous it'll be pretty pretty consistent change of colors every time depending on uh, like nice. joel and i were talking about doing kind of a purple for the wine barrel next release so that'll be fun but cool yeah these few First two, we're just doing in-house to kind of, um, you know, get our bearings with this new program. And then we'll start distributing them too. So you'll see them in Wegmans and all of that um, for the third release. Great. So, Great. Awesome. Yeah. We can still yeah. go directly to Aurora Box, like either on Buffalo Road or on, uh, what should we call it, or on Railroad Street to get them too, right? Yep. You're you're yeah. just closer we'll to me than that. Wegmans. What's that? <laughs> you're just closer to me than Wegmans is. So oh yeah, yeah. I'll just hop on yeah. my bike and grab some. <laughs> That's right. Um, let's touch on real quick um, the the Buffalo Road location. So you know, a, yes, a little different. Yes. Obviously, a different vibe over there. Definitely a different menu. Mm -hmm. um, I've eaten over there. I used to live out in Gates. And uh, we went over there a couple of times. I think I had meatloaf sandwich or something. I'm not sure. Is that on the menu? Or am I making it up? I don't not know. Not at the but, moment, uh, but it very it could have been for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's cool in there. It's always busy. Uh, people mm -hmm. like, love going there. Um, can you tell us about that a little? Yeah, the brew pub. It's yeah, it's incredible. They're always busy. They do such a great job. It's definitely different from railroad street like you said um railroad street is a little bit more of a limited menu you know you've got the brewery there we tend to do more events and stuff just because of the style of the space and it being a beer hall and all that whereas buffalo road's definitely more of a full service restaurant larger menu um larger drink availability all of that definitely but it's more unique too because that is definitely more of a family family place which is great mm -hmm. so you get to experience the beer and experience Rohrbox, but it's really like welcome for anyone. And yeah, a lot of families, a lot of first dates, a lot of birthdays. You know, we <laughs> see a lot of life moments over there at that brew pub and yeah, it's great. So that's awesome. It's, yeah. A little bit further out, I guess more in the suburbs than the city. So I think you do just naturally get more of like a family crowd, I guess maybe because of that. Um, whereas, you know, downtown's a younger, younger demographic maybe, but yeah, but yeah, it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't get over to the West side often anymore, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's okay. Uh, every once in a while, I mean, we went out to spend support recently, uh, yeah. shout out to yeah, baby bakes. Um, yes. but yeah, every we'll get over there more. 
Spencer Forest uh, this, got some great little spots. They've got a nice village. Yeah. Yeah. We were just there for the macarons, so but uh <laughs> Yeah. They were delicious macarons. Yeah, we got the cookies and we got out of there. But uh <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I, I I she was telling us, uh Sam uh from Yeah Baby Bags was telling us about uh different uh restaurants around there. Um some kind of Sam's, Grandpa Sam's. Yeah, Maybe. that's yeah. a great okay. place. Yeah. yeah, yep, that's right in there. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm a West um, Sider at heart, so I've got. Are you? Yeah, <laughs> I. I mean, I grew up in the city, but I, I spent a lot of time in Greece, so um, you know, I'm undercover West Sider too. <laughs> so <laughs> that's okay. I'm I'm an outsider, but I'll be West Side till I die, like, <laughs> just so I can that's do it. this with my hand. <laughs> Really, um, kids probably did that in high school a lot. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> yeah. you have to be able to do that. Yeah. There's always yeah. that like West Side, East Side rivalry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the East one does not look good at all. Yeah. yeah. Did they do? Did they <laughs> do this natural. one? I don't know. Probably. That's not it. That's not it. Never mind. No, no, <laughs> that was not it at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, um, oh, that was shocking. <laughs> yes. Uh, one thing that you just recently did you just start this the brunch at the railroad street we did before covid and then with that stopped doing brunch just with yeah craziness as you know right and yeah yeah, so now we've got that back up and running so that's really fun yeah on saturdays at the beer hall 10 to 2 and breakfast pizzas beer mosas sangria all that so that is one yeah. of my favorite pizzas is we do a blueberry maple bacon pizza. For yes. Lunch. I was tempted by that one. Yeah. Yeah. We got to come back for that too, Chris. <laughs> I mean, you don't, yeah, you don't I'm do down. bacon, but uh, I don't do bacon, but you know, but I'll eat it. I do. I do breakfast. I do pizza and I do beer moses. So, you know, it's like checks, three things out of four. Checks a couple <laughs> of boxes for you. As someone that does also try to eat vegetarian, I feel like the bacon, the biggest thing it brings is like the salt factor. So just add yeah. a little bit of like sea salt to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can roast some uh, tempeh bacon in that, uh, in the wood oven. It does work. Mm. Tempeh bacon is safe done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let them know. Yes. So brunch brunch is it's not really new, but it's it's kind of new because mm-hmm. uh, you you just started it before the pandemic. So um, yeah. and it's a it's a different menu, which is cool. And uh, and you can start drinking beer before noon, which is definitely yeah. cool. That's yeah. so that's always gives you fun. more of an acceptable win, win, win. purpose. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> have a little have a little beer. Go shopping at the market. Yeah. Nothing Breakfast bad beer. could possibly happen. No, that Breakfast sounds beer. like the perfect Saturday. Yes. <laughs> drunk drunk shopping get... at the market. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. You have so many rhubarbs. It'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, give me all your peppers. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's great. Um uh Chris, do you have terrible ideas? Um, yeah, I already dropped a few accidentally. Um the 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 mascot idea you like uh, having somebody dressed up as a space kitty stepped on uh, oh don't worry because i've got i'm gonna one-up that so <laughs> rohrbach german name and you know who else was german was johann sebastian bach 
and I always used to misspell Rohrbach. I thought it was R-O-A-R. So, you know, like Rohrbach. Yeah. So I was thinking, what if you make a new logo with like a lion dressed as Johann Sebastian Bach? And then you could also, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to draw this for you. I'm going to draw this for you. It's going to be a lion dressed like Johann Sebastian Bach. And then you can have one of your employees dress up as the Roar Bach. Yeah. It's done. Or if yeah. any of your if any of your employees have any kids that are willing to do it for free, you know, just dress up like a little lion. Child labor. Composer. I yeah, love it. We, we always get child goes, labor. <laughs> <laughs> for I mean, look, it's it's historical. That is a hundred-year-old building. You know they had children working there. Yeah, you're probably Some right. Some of those ghosts are kids. <laughs> That's right. They'll, they'll feel inspired. Mm-hmm. You're gonna draw it like one of the Napoleon Dynamite drawings. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna the try robot. to do a little bit better than that. <laughs> and then I think what we can do is give out tattoos of it in the beer hall. Oh, yeah. oh, that's gonna happen. Yes. It's, oh, it's man, adver- so advertising, right? Yeah, exactly. All about that guerrilla marketing. That's right. Brittany's with it. Yeah, I like this. We're having, you know what? I want to be on your next uh, board meeting. I'm, I got, I got ideas. Get You're hired. <laughs> what else, Chris? You have any more? That was a. That was. I I, I let so many go like throughout the <laughs> throughout this okay. whole podcast. <laughs> but this one I'm really excited about. Like I'm definitely okay. drawing that lion. <laughs> The, the can't wait Bach. to see it. I'll give you. I'll give you a call. We can meet up. We can take pictures with it, and then we can figure out how to design the uh, the giant furry costume, basically, for whoever's going to wear it. Not it. So does he? It. Does he have a mane and like the wig too? Or I'm thinking the wig is the mane, like okay. nice, like <laughs> big old lion face with a like floofy collar, and then like the mane will be the wig. Okay. I think that's the way to go. We 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 got to figure this out. Like first, I need to draw the lion, and then we're gonna get this done. I expect like a terrifying Photoshop collage of this as well. I mean, yeah. I can try to do that. I was just gonna freehand it, but, but you know, either way, <laughs> kind of mash up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, I did have another idea. Like, so you got the cyber kitty. You you got the space kitty. Uh, maybe we can do more cat based beer, like going throughout the solar system. So you got Mars already on the cyber kitty. If you can find something uh, for like Jupiter, you know venus all the all the all the planets hell let's even put in pluto let's make a little orange beer for pluto you know is that still a planet it's they're debating now i don't know i don't even know anymore because it's it's been a dwarf planet for 10 years and people were mad about it and now they're like thinking about reassessing it but like i don't feel like you should listen to the public if you're an astronomer like (laughs) shouldn't really be up for debate (laughs) <laughs> right. Like if I go to my right. doctor and he says, well, your blood pressure is really high. And it's like, I don't believe that. Bring my <laughs> blood pressure down. Like, you don't, You're wrong. don't do that to the people who are doing their jobs. But whatever. That's that's another rant for another day. Uh, <laughs> planet based beer with cats. That's just, just more of that. Got it. Definitely. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I could definitely see uh, different uh, iterations of Space Kitty. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe based Kitty. on different hops and things like that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I found that Citra that is, is not a bad idea. I think is my favorite <laughs> hop. So anything with Citra, yes. I'm kind of into. Yeah. Very much so. So that's, I, I figured out which hop I like. And then based on that, I'll probably like the beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good that's thing. That's the way to, to do know. it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They all can be so different for sure. So. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, Brittany, uh, can you tell us where to find, what are the addresses of your two locations of Roebuck Brewing Company? So the Railroad Street Beer Hall is in the public market there, right on Railroad Street, 97 Railroad Street, which if anyone hasn't been as of late, I highly recommend that street and neighborhood has really come to life just in the past few years. There's so many cool businesses down there now. Got Capucha mm-hmm. down the street, Out to across the street, and Bitter Honey is in there, Boxcar Donuts, bunch of spots. So definitely a lot of fun to check out and then buffalo road is at 3859 buffalo road which is gates ogden but it's really only i mean maybe 15 minutes from the center of the city right off the expressway so it's really not as far out there as people think either and yeah that's also a really great spot and it's worth the trip definitely Um, social, social, on uh, social media, where can people find you? Yeah. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm, I am the person behind the screen, the, like the wizard of Oz of the Rohrbach Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So you run all those? I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fun part. That's the creative, one of the more creative things I get to do, but. But yeah, so very active on all those. Say hi. Yeah, Give us a definitely. follow for sure. That, that's how I found you. But uh, <laughs> message you on there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I, it's All of the handles are just Roebox or Roebox Brewing. So easy to yeah, find. Pretty easy to find. Definitely. Yes. Um, Flower City Brewers, uh, August 20th. Uh, tickets will be on sale soon. Anything else you want to promote? Fuzzy on Wednesday. Um, yeah, I think we covered anything it. Else? Yeah, Not that's it. On. Okay, we're just excited. Definitely. Life's getting back to normal a little bit. We're getting back into our routine. Feels like other people are too. So yeah, yeah, we're all okay. excited. Yeah, it's gonna be Definitely. a good summer. Yeah, that's for sure. Better than last summer. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <bar> god. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Brittany, uh, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. This was fun. We'll and I'm waiting for that drawing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll see you soon. Eagerly. I'll get try to that. get it done this week. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> see you, Brittany. Bye. Yeah. All right, Rohrbach Brewing. That is cool. Um, yeah, she was. Uh, she's a good sport. Uh, <laughs> I very so, yeah. We we definitely went a little bit off the rails, but hey, we, we went off the railroad street. But okay. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so uh, it all it all ties in. Boy, <laughs> you yeah, all we're cool. good. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, I've been talking on freaking internet all day 
uh, or radio. I was on connections today and then I was on FX forever. And uh, now I'm here. So a lot of talking by the old dar dar. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Um, This is nice. We're both uh, connections vets now. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, if you haven't already, enter our contest. So we're doing a giveaway. Uh, Sweet mm-hmm. Mist. Um, Sweet Mist ice cream. Um, same owners as our past guest, uh, Rebel Pie. Also non-tastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thai of India is in the family as well. Yeah. And uh, it's their parents. That's their parents. Yeah. Literally in the family. Uh, so <laughs> if you haven't yet, check out Sweet Mist, even if you don't win. Uh, it's a really cool experience. You can make your own ice cream. You just go down the line, you choose your base, you choose your flavors, your mix-ins. It's really awesome experience. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. And it's really um, fun to look at. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and that's over in uh Win Jeff Plaza. So uh Winton and Jefferson, where they converge, check them out, Sweet Mist. Mm-hmm. Or just punch it into the old Google machine, which is what I do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so enter that contest. We're giving away uh, two twenty-five dollar gift cards. Uh, get on there. Um, if this is in the past, I'm sorry, or in, in the future. Honestly, can't be. In the past. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> you missed out, and I apologize. I'm sure we're doing another giveaway at some time, but not yeah. sweet mess, probably. Uh, <laughs> Um, our 585 magazine uh, should be coming out very soon. I'm Any excited. minute now. Any yeah. minute now. I can't really? wait. So within the next week, uh, keep an eye on 585. Uh, there's an article about your boys in there. Uh, the Refined Taste boys are featured. It's going to be cool. I'm really excited about it. We had a great time uh, with the writer and the photographer mm-hmm. uh, who we'll talk about more, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I think we're friends with both of them now. So, you know, win-win. Yes, it really is. And it's great. Um, what else? So our guest next week, Chris, you want to tell? Oh, yes. Oh, I can't wait. So 490 Farmers next week. Uh, we 490 Farmers is a farm collective that's right on 490 on the corner of Megs and Broadway for yes. those who live in Rochester. Um, it's amazing that they did this. They actually made that land so that the food could be edible. It took years to do and they kept working at it and kept working at it and they're giving food to the community. They're growing, they're doing like teaching things for uh local schools uh they plan on expanding even more onto another plot of land across the street because they have such a demand for you know for for their product and uh they're uh they're a really great group of people there um and i can't wait we visited on juneteenth so uh i didn't do any work while there uh dara we we did look at earthworms but yes. uh, that was yeah. that was that was actually kind of cool. <laughs> a worm workshop while we were there. Yeah, and um, yeah. every Wednesday they do a market right across the street. So that might be the best yep. day to do that. And then you can wander across the street and check out the farm as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's open to the public. Just don't like you know run around. Yeah, don't steal the stuff. Don't be a joke. 
<laughs> they do have a, a community garden as well uh, yes. with like berries and things like that too. So, and it's for everybody. So it's really cool. Um, we'll be talking mm-hmm. to Courtney and I believe somebody else. Uh, I'm not sure. I forget the founder. But, um, and I feel real bad that I blanked on her name. I, I, hadn't, know, me too. I hadn't met her actually. So she's yeah. Uh, yeah, but we'll be live with them uh, next Monday, which is going to be great. I'm excited about it. Yes. Uh, anything else going on, Chris? I don't know. Uh, there's nothing else going on. I said I would just suggest like uh, our oh. guests had like a lot of things going on. So check them out. Um, pleasant, obviously, pleasant Le Petit po- uh, Comedy coming up. Oh yeah, we do have that. That is a yes. We have a very a big, important thing we're doing. Big show, <laughs> big event. Um, so the 29th, uh, it's a week from tomorrow. Uh, so get your tickets. Same business as last time. Fifteen dollars gets you admission to the show. Poutine, drink, and dessert. Uh, so it's it's an amazing deal. We packed out that Good Luck Garden right across from Good Luck, 50 Anderson mm-hmm. Street uh last time this time we have another great lineup it's chris and i plus uh ilhan ali and uh saint hubert um they're a musical comedy duo that's amazing so it's gonna be a great show just equally great if not greater yes (laughs) i can't wait to eat all that poutine yes you can get your tickets on uh com, or just go to our instagram it's in the link in the bio Mm-hmm. that's all i got uh i'm done <laughs> <laughs> i feel you man i feel yeah you. <laughs> oh man uh chris i will see you soon buddy yeah i'll Have see a great you this week. weekend everybody eat local thanks for listening we love you all goodbye yep. Ciao. <laughs>